This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This is a recording of Aristotle's Poetics, translated by Ingram Bywater with a preface by Gilbert Murray and read to you by Bob Foster. Chapter 14 The tragic fear and pity may be aroused by the spectacle but they may also be aroused by the very structure and incidents of the play, which is the better way and shows the better poet. The plot, in fact, should be so framed that, even without seeing the things take place, he who simply hears the account of them shall be filled with horror and pity at the incidents, which is just the effect that the mere recital of the story in Oedipus would have on one. To produce this same effect by means of the spectacle is less artistic, and requires extraneous aid. Those, however, who make use of the spectacle to put before us that which is merely monstrous and not productive of fear are wholly out of touch with tragedy. Not every kind of pleasure should be required of a tragedy, but only its own proper pleasure. The tragic pleasure is that of pity and fear, and the poet has to produce it by a work of imitation. It is clear, therefore, that the causes should be included in the incidents of, the, of his story. Let us see, then, what kinds of incident strike one as horrible, or rather as piteous. In a deed of this description the parties must necessarily be either friends or enemies or indifferent to one another now when enemy does it on enemy there is nothing to move us to pity either in his doing or in his meditating the deed except so far as the actual pain of the sufferer is concerned and the same is true when the parties are indifferent to one another whenever the tragic deed however is done within the family when murder or the like is done or meditated by brother on brother, by son on father, by mother on son, or son on mother, these are the situations the poet should seek after. The traditional stories, accordingly, must be kept as they are. For example, the murder of Clytemnestra by Orestes and Eraphiel by Alcmion. At the same time, even... With these there is something left to the poet himself. It is for him to devise the right way of treating them. Let us explain more clearly what we mean by the right way. The deed of horror <clears throat> may be done by the doer knowingly and consciously, as in the old poets, and in Medea's murder of her children in Euripides, or he may do it, but in ignorance of his relationship, and discover that afterwards, as does the Oedipus and Sophocles. Here the deed is outside the play, but it may be within it, like the act of Alcmion in Astimidus, or that of Telegonus in Ulysses' Wounded. A third possibility is for one meditating some deadly injury to another in ignorance of his relationship, to make the discovery in time to draw back. These exhaust the possibilities, since the deed must necessarily be either done or not done, and either knowingly or unknowingly. The worst situation is when the personage 
is with full knowledge on the point of doing the deed, and leaves it undone. It is odious, and also through the absence of suffering, untragic. Hence it is that no one is made to act thus except in some few instances, for example, Hymon and Creon in Antigone. Next after this comes the actual perpetration of the deed meditated. A better situation than that, however, is for the deed to be done in ignorance, and the relationship discovered afterwards, since there is nothing odious in it, and the discovery will serve to astound us. But the best of all is the last. What we have in Cresfontes, for example, where Merope, on the point of slaying her son, recognizes him in time. In Iphigenia, where sister and brother are in a like position, and in Heli, where the son recognizes his mother, when on the point of giving her up to her enemy. This will explain why our tragedies are restricted, as we said just now, to such a small number of families. It was accident rather than art that led the poets in quest of subjects to embody this kind of incident in their plots. They are still obliged, accordingly, to have recourse to the families in which such horrors have occurred. On the construction of the plot, and the kind of plot required for tragedy, enough has now been said.